What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Off the Dome Radio. Super happy you could join us. So as always, Tim and I start with our fun weekend recap. We talked about last weekend, what we're going to get into a little bit this weekend as well. And we have some fun conversation, some some goofy topics, our GoPro, having some problems, being a bitch as I put it, some stock talk as well. So we go into some more of our investments some pandemic-friendly ones, and Tim has some new insights for us on a few new ones that he's been researching and investing in as well. He will get into that. Then we go into our RLEs. I talk about some rehab and nutrition uh, clients, Um, my first ones this week, so the importance of really nailing those down, making sure I do, uh, always doing a good job, but especially a first-time go. Got a new tattoo, try to kind of cover over that quick in case my mom listens, sorry. Uh, and then book talk and with how to win friends, influence people, talking about remembering people's names. Tim, where do you take us today? Yeah, always enjoy that stock talk section. Uh, the, the two companies that I talked about that I invested in this week, one of them is one of the largest tech companies in the world and the other one Ooh. is in the race for the COVID vaccine. So you Ooh. will not want to miss that section. Uh, talking about those and my reasoning for buying those. Uh, real life experience, I, it's kind of a follow up from a previous real life experience. Um, uh, some, it's just some activities I've been doing with my with my dad and my mom, uh, so I'll talk a little bit about that. And then I give you kind of an update on my real estate journey, what I've been learning, uh, what I've been doing, what I've been practicing uh, with that. So kind of enjoy talking about that. And then into the into the show, talking about uh, something that Jocko Willink had to say about prioritizing and executing on the right things. So uh, very good section there in, in the book talk, and a lot of good info that. Um, we talk about in this episode that it's, it's pretty easy just to apply in your everyday life, whether it's at work, at home. Um, it's kind of the goal of this is to give you guys actionable things that you can do that we've taken from our own lives. So there's definitely a little extra dose of that in today's episode, and I know you guys are going to get um, a lot of good insights from this. Without further ado, episode 143. Yeah, so uh, that Will Smith and Jada Smith stuff, I was like, What? Like, of all people that get cheated on, you're not going to cheat on Will Smith. So I did some digging. And I hate, like, reality TV. I hate, uh, what's the one? TMZ. Hate mm-hmm. that stuff. Like, always in people's business. And then you hear stories about, oh, so-and-so celebrity is an ass. It's like, well, maybe because they always got, like, nothing but cameras. And they can't do anything with anyone without being harassed, basically. Mm-hmm. So you, you try to get it from their perspective, us as fans want them to always be perfect and be super loving and always sign this, take every picture, right? But this Will and Jada Smith, I was like, no way. So I had looked into it, and what had happened was a few years ago, Jada and Will Smith like kind of separated. I guess they had some marital issues and were like, hey, we need to separate for a while, and so on and so forth. So she started, I don't know who the guy was, some rapper, I guess. August Alcena. Okay, I have no idea. I don't idea. know if I pronounced that right. No idea who that is. I have no clue. Maybe I should. But they started getting into these entanglements, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and I hope I know what I'm saying. Entanglements. And, but it was while they were separated. And she was quoted back then saying, like, I, I didn't feel a need to ask for permission because we were separated, which is like, okay, I guess that's legit. Now, I don't know if, like, did they get divorced and remarried? I don't know. But in terms of if you're serious about being separated, even if you're still legally technically married, I can see where 
she she would have that point of view. So, but they're they're back together now. They're fine. Like she's not with that dude. She's not having any more entanglements. And now the, it seems like they're kosher, right? So, I don't know if they're kosher. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know but if this, in, unless what I read was misdated and not accurate. Well, when did you read it? Yesterday. Okay. I read a couple different Dude, she, articles. She brought Will onto her show. Did yeah. you see that? No, I didn't see that. Did that they, was the weird part to me. And did they talk about this? Yeah. She has her, her red table talk show. Okay. Where she brings on people. And I mean, it's a red table talk. Yeah, really. yeah. And she brought Will on. Like, it was just them two. And, and this that, was like within the last couple of days? Or? Yeah. That, okay. I, yeah. And that's how, that's how they came out with the story. It was over the week. It was either on Friday or Saturday okay. or like late last week. But. So what? Did she not tell him that she was fucking this dude? Having entanglements? Excuse I, me? I didn't. Wa- actually, you know what? I, I started watching it, but it was actually so painfully awkward and just mm. weird that I just stopped watching. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. Okay. Maybe that's what I missed. Maybe he didn't know how to what extent. Yeah. And I think that I th- relationship went to and it, maybe he just now found out, which would be. You know, not that I'm an ace in relationships and advice like that, but if you get separated and then you get back together with like your husband like that, wouldn't you think that conversation would be had of like, hey, let's just get everything out. What do you want to know? Mm-hmm. What happened with separation? Yeah, yeah, I was with somebody. I feel like that would be one of the first conversations. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to hide that, maybe you're something else. Maybe you're hiding some other entanglements. <laughs> Uh, okay, so that would make sense. Maybe he just found out. I guess I should have watched that. But No, you shouldn't have. I, I, okay, maybe. <laughs> you, you, you I, I read a couple articles, and I'm like, yeah, this is from way back. Like, is someone just trying to snag an extra story, get some clickbait? Okay, so maybe he didn't know yet to what degree yeah, I feel like their that, relationship went. And, okay. And as far as I know, like, he was, like, he was learning this on live on her live show, along oh. with along with the rest of us, and I don't know if you've seen these memes going around. Like, I have with him crying. Yeah, dude, it's like it's just tough. Like it's tough. Okay. To, it's tough to watch the Fresh Prince just sit there and yeah. like like watch his wife like tell him all this. It's just yeah, and it, it's just a hu- it's a huge distraction. So like, I, imagine being in a relationship where like <laughs> your significant other cheats on you, and you have to have the conversation in front of yeah, right. The nation. Like, so just, we, I don't know. It's, yeah, I'm, that, I'm, I'm glad that I don't live their life, and I'm glad that I'm not them. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And in terms of the cheating thing, again, I don't know if it like if it was her just hey, we were separated, so I didn't need anyone's permission. And I don't know how gray or muddy this gets, and I don't really care to try to pry too much. But if she told him everything that happened during that time they were separated, one. After they got back together, shame on her. Two, live in front of millions of people, shame on you twice. Mm-hmm. And like, you know what that's going to do to a man. Yeah. And like, I don't know Will Smith personally, but I'm sure hearing that for the first time ever is going to suck. It's going to be painful. And you're going to do that like on your show? Mm-hmm. Like, I think you save some things for between you two, and then maybe you say, Hey, so this was a super hard conversation. I could see how that could enhance your show, mm-hmm. where you talk about the hard conversation you had and a good chunk of details, but you don't need to expose every single thing, I don't think. Right. 
It's oh, just a distraction. Man. It's just a distraction from like act- Will, actual things. Come but. to Indy, my man. It's quiet. Midwest, love the flyover states. We'll show you some good times in Indianapolis. Dude, get on a show that's going to have a lot of laughs, no tears, except happy ones. Dude, off the dome radio, baby. Yo, and we'll, we'll have a good conversation about... Bring the whole family, yeah. except Jada. Yeah. <laughs> but no, overall though, this isn't to say that like will is perfect either Ooh, like, right. who know, yeah. like who knows if what and that's what i'm saying i don't know how muddy this yeah. gets like who even knows because I mean, there were there were speculations about him and margot robbie from mm-hmm. the movie focus yes. which is a good movie i remember about her long from, cons from uh, wolf, wolf of wall street oh, that's kind of that's kind of what i refer to dude talk about entanglements <laughs> talk yeah let's entangle uh yeah margot robbie stunner mm-hmm. absolute stunner good for her um yeah, so I didn't know all the hoopla, the hoopla going around Will and Jada. Yeah. So, like I said, I did some digging because I, I do like Will Smith a lot. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I think someone's just trying to get some clickbait. The show now makes sense. Mm-hmm. Thanks for bridging my gaps. Yeah. So if you want to watch something awkward, just, you can turn that on tonight if you want. Nah, I got to finish Ozark. <laughs> I started, good I started that good recently. Choice. My brother told me, I was like, bro, that's just, it's a lot of extra work. He goes, worth it. Yeah. I was like, all right, all right. So I'll watch them while I cook. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so, how was your, well, I know we're, we've been on this trend a little bit last weekend, right mm-hmm. before the coming weekend. Yeah. So, what you got, we'll just talk about this coming weekend, what you got going down. Anything uh, exciting? Well, no, I, we talked about last weekend. That's all right, fine. we'll talk about I last mean, weekend. I mean, we can talk about what we did. Uh, I went kayaking because that's worth talking about. You've been on a kayak kick. Yeah. 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 So I'm telling you, Saturday morning at like 8.30 a.m., 9, there's no one on the water. That's great. It was our. It was like our own personal yeah. ki- kayaking river. It was great. Saw a bald eagle. Saw Sweet. Saw, saw a lot of wildlife. Got a, got a good picture of it. Nice. It's just not, it's nice. Like it's one of those things where you're just away from people for a little bit mm-hmm. and it's what, and you're, you're on that for like three to four hours and it just gives you an excuse to, it's one of those things that gives you an excuse to unplug, right? which is what we were doing. And, um, and drink yeah. in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have, having a high noon at nine, 9am. Nine yeah. Mean, that's there what you I was go. Doing. I haven't so. tried those pretty good. They're okay. I mean, how I would rank, I mean, I would say white claws probably the best. And then, um, and then high noon, and then Trulies are probably, and then Bud Light Seltzer is probably number two, actually. So mm, Bud Light Seltzer is number two, and, and then those. high noon is number three, and then Trulies is probably my least favorite. Okay. I don't really I've like heard that's tr- really sweet. Yeah, they, it's very sugary. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would agree with that. What's the high noon? What it like? It's uh, I mean, it's it's pretty much comparable with, with Bud Light Seltzer. It's the okay, same I haven't had. I the mean, Bud it's, Light it's it's just another seltzer. Like they have a watermelon flavor. Like they have the same flavors, except they also have watermelon, which yeah. I think the others have. But yeah, uh, Dave Portnoy, who's the mm-hmm. president, of Bar- it's his company. Like it's his project. Oh, it's his it. venture. Okay. Yeah, and I'm a big barstool fan. Yeah, so, same. Like I'm I'm gonna and it's it's a little lower of a price point for. At the store, so like, I'm just like, yeah. I'll try it out. I'll support the cause. Yeah, for sure. I know Portnoy's kind of a uh, controversial guy. It's polarizing, but like, but like know, in the right ways though. Like, do you see his video when people were coming at him for like cancel culture and stuff? Yeah. Or, and it's like, <sighs> and I res- I respect someone who's gonna like run a company like that and like run a sports publication company and yeah. is not one of the big guys. Yeah. But they're obviously one of the big guys now. But like, I just respect people who like did it their way mm-hmm. and like. Because obviously, like it's it's a no filter publication. Like they, they they say what they want, right? Which is good. Like that's real. Like that's real news. Like it's, 
I would rather listen to that than listen to someone who like adheres to the same script, yeah. like corporate script. Like, hey, you can't say this. Yeah, it's, you can't say it this way. Like, I'd rather listen to Barstool. It's entertainment. Yeah, it's it's comedy. It's mm-hmm. it's comedy and inter- sports entertainment. And you know, he came out. and He's like, look, we're not racist. We're not any of these things. We're not sexist. He's like, yeah. In our past, have we always shined? No. We've said some things that we're not proud of, but it happens. In this decades of doing this, he goes, yeah. You're gonna say some things, some jokes. Some jokes are acceptable at certain times and some aren't. Like, mm-hmm. He goes, but I'm not going to pander to this, your cancel culture. I'm not going to stop what I'm doing. And that's what I loved is like you see so many businesses pandering to boycotts because of the smallest incident from 30 years ago, right? So mm-hmm. if we're going to do that, let's hold everyone to that standard. Yeah. Um, you know, so – but we don't do that. Anyways, but I, yeah, it's just I like when businesses are like, look, we're just doing business – you know, we have opinions too because people are trying to boycott Chick Fil A because I guess they supported something that a company who didn't support another cause. I'm like, are you guys kidding me? Is this what? And so I had this conversation with someone, and I'm like, okay, what's going to happen if we boycott everything that we don't agree with? We have no business. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, well, I still went to Chick Fil A. I'm like, so why are you bringing this up? You still went there, so you just negated your whole reasoning for bringing up an argument. Mm-hmm. It's great chicken. Eat the yeah. chicken. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's, it, and it's just, it's a, it's a toxic culture phenomenon going on where we're canceling someone who doesn't have the same opinion as you. Yeah. Right. It's opinions. It's like, a difference of opinion. I'm just, I'm tired of it all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of it. I all. really, I really am. Like someone's always going to be offended. Someone's always, I mean, someone always has their own point of view. Yeah. And, like, so that's just the way it works. You yeah. just gotta, you gotta, you gotta know how to explain yourself, I guess. I saw a comedian once. He was this British guy. I forget his name. And he was talking about when people get offended. He goes, "What what happens when you get offended? You don't get sick. You don't die. You know, it, nothing bad happens to you. You're just offended." He goes, "Look, boy bands who wear nothing but all white offends me. You don't see me boycotting all over the place." <laughs> I'm like, "That's actually hilarious." Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's just like talk to people, man. It's Look, disagreeing is good. It's healthy. Yeah. Like, and like, I, I, I appreciate the people who will like, at least if, if they don't under, uh, they don't agree with what I say, they'll at least like message me and they'll at least ask questions mm-hmm. and then they'll, pr- then they'll give reason as to why they think the way yeah. they do. Like, and much I'm, respect I'm always, to that. I'm always down for that. Yeah. It is. My thing is, I don't care if you disagree with everything I say. Mm-hmm. As long as you like, you've done your own education and, and homework on, on stuff and you, know exactly why you believe what you believe and you're not following just Instagram and Twitter opinions. Mm-hmm. I'm cool, man. Like yeah. do your thing. Just be educated and yeah, call it how you see it. And right. No big deal. No skin off my back. I'm sleeping just fine. Our GoPro is being a bitch though. In other news, <laughs> it's just, dude, love this talking tech. Point. Tech is not my friend. These last 30 to 45 days. First, my phone and everyone's like, well, what'd you do to it? You drop it. No, dude, like I've had the same phone for four years, not one replacement, mm-hmm. not one insurance claim, didn't even have a new um, screen protector, same screen protector, four years. I think that's quite an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Been on lakes a lot since then, haven't dropped it in the water, ran out of some space, got more, I think eventually just had enough. I think I beat its own system too many times, I finally said, you know what, all right, I'm done, I quit. I mean, you're a tough guy to keep up with, man. Ah, dude, I guess. 
yeah, I guess I mean, my willpower, keep up. my willpower is stronger than that of the iPhone six plus. Yeah, because that's what I had. Yeah. So I go in the store the other day. I got I got one of the Red Elevens right now, and it's funny. So I got the one twenty eight gig, and he's like, "All right, let me see what we got. I just wanted a black one. Call it a day." And in my mind, I'm like, "Cause I've never been one to get like the colored phones. Like just you know, I like black, black, gray, white. I had gold this last time, whatever." And I'm like. Watch, they'll probably only have like one color and exactly what I want. And sure enough, he goes, dude, the only 128 gig I have is a red one. I was like, ah, okay. He goes, let me check some other locations, see if they have a black one. All right. Not one black 128 gig iPhone 11 in all of the greater Indianapolis area. Of all the AT&T stores. He goes, you could probably try the Apple store. I'm like, I'm not going to the Apple store. It's just, it annoys the piss out of me. Got to make reservations. I'm not dealing with it. And so I was like, you know what? I never thought I'd drive a red truck. I did that. I liked it. Let's just do it. I need a phone that works today. So I like it. And it, uh, they donate to a portion of that to AIDS and HIV research. Mm. So I'm just saving lives, dude. Just, yeah. I'm just a giver, really. Yeah. You know? um, so I You're like saying- it. The phone works. Yeah. I like that aspect. It's an important videos thing. on our Instagram now will be clearer, crisper. Won't yeah. be like the fuzzy TV it's when the antenna two, goes out. It's not gonna be a two hour fog delay. Every, okay. t- every, every, every time you post a selfie. <laughs> Alright, well played. I was like, is that Slager or is that a stunt double? Take a oh, can't geez. tell. Okay. You wouldn't be able to know. <laughs> is that Slager or Matthew McConaughey? I really don't know. Uh, nice recovery. Hey, Slager. you like what I did there? Matthew. <gasps> Us two. McConaughey and Will Smith on the podcast, bro. Yeah, with we can, bring Kevin, I, we can bring Kevin Love on too because people say I look like him. Really? Yeah. I think he's got a couple inches on you. Otherwise, I see it. <laughs> it's all there. Yeah, just a little, just a little bit. Of just hype. a little bit, little bit. Um, yeah. So I got a new phone. GoPro is just I gotta call either GoPro or Apple. My luck with tech, I'll have to call both. I'll call one and be like, oh, you should call them. This is a them issue. It's like, oh, go ask your father. What would your mom say? That's how GoPro and Apple are going to treat me now. Yeah. Once yeah. I call for help, that's how it'll go. Yep. So, but I've accepted it. Yeah. So we will have video soon. I apologize. I know I teased everyone's pickle like two weeks ago saying we'd have video. I'm working on it. The video, like videos exist, just not on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So we're figuring it out. But yeah, did you like that? Uh, you like that subject line? Yeah, it was great. Our GoPro is being a bitch. Yep. <laughs> Anything else going on in the world of Tim? Uh, no. I mean, Before I'll, we get I'll our get, stock I'll get, talk, I'll get, I'll get into it in RLE. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you want to hit some stock talk before our yeah. Uh, RLE? Yeah. For let's sure. get after it. Kind of like our new investment segment here, mm-hmm. helping. I think we probably help mostly people our age with this. I know we like we've helped Dr. Owens. He listens and and trusts our judgment, which I'm like. <gasps> Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, D- disclaimer: a lot of the stocks that I talk about on here, like these are stocks that I'm buying, that I'm holding for years. Mm-hmm. So we're not like, experts by any means. Yeah, we're not. We're not experts either. Uh, these are all companies that I mean, we research. I mean, I yeah. I'll, I'll let people know right now. I, I do a lot of my research on Motley Fool, which is Motley a, Fool. which is a really good publication that puts out stock advice. I watch CNBC YouTube videos. I watch um, Joseph Hogue YouTube videos. I watch who's the loud guy. The really uh, that's loud. Jim Cramer. That's CNBC. Jim Cramer. That's CNBC. I feel like he's a, a solid knowledge guy, but yeah. that's his stick. He's just loud. Yeah. I get a headache yelling like that all the time, right. man. And like people are like, why do you listen to that late at night before you go to bed? Like, doesn't that keep you up just listening to him talk? Like, no, it's like the perfect 
it's the perfect thing I listened to at the end of the day. So, but yeah, my that's uh, your waves crashing on the the beach. Yeah, it's Jim Cramer. Yeah, <laughs> I I enjoy listening to him. Plus, he's he's a he's a bull market type of guy. Like he's always looking for like the buying opportunity somewhere, mm. and that's what I am. Like I'm, I'm an optimistic. Like I think yeah. things are always going to be going up historically and into the future. So sure. I enjoy listening to him. Like he, he, he tells you where the, the buying opportunities are. Nice. But, um, I will say my portfolio is down big this week. I was telling Same. you, I was, <laughs> I was telling, I was telling you off camera, like the, uh, the S and P 500 and the Dow, it's been up. Like it's been positive most days this week, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, mm-hmm. or Monday and Tuesday. But my portfolio is kind of, it's, it's slightly tech heavy and for, for some reason, I mean, it's earnings week this week, so it's there's volatility, a lot of volatility this week. But yeah. a lot of the tech stocks have, have felt like pressure this week. So I feel like, a, like, and I have a big stake in Fastly, and Fastly has taken a big hit this week, which you'll mm-hmm. talk about a little bit. But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but like I said, like, my, my friends who were texting me, like, oh, man, I'm I'm nervous with how much the, our, our stock's been going down. I'm like, but it's like a small bump in the road. You realize how like much things have been going up the past few months. Like right. we need to cool off a little bit. It's, yeah. it's natural for you to have bad days and bad weeks. And we, the second wave of Corona, we we may see another dip. Like I'm not saying like we will or will not, but like you should be investing in companies that are built for the long haul. Mm-hmm. And like they're gonna go down, but if you're holding them for the right amount of time, like shouldn't bother you. Yeah. And that's the thing. We're we're in that gray period of. Are we going to lock down again? Some states have already. Are we going to... Like, what's what's the national consensus and how is business going to be affected? Because mm-hmm. I think we still need to operate all business. I don't think we can shut down business again. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it just can't happen. But, yeah, to your point, look at things like, what is going to last? You know, if you're like, oh, maybe I'll buy some airline stock. Okay, cool. Check. Just know that that's not going to go up for a while. Mm-hmm. Like you're waiting a year and a half plus before that might get close to what it was from year to date of this year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, and, and you know, we we probably each have different ways of handling our current portfolios. Just that's just the way it is, right? Um, you know, where some things I want to go up quicker, and some things I'm buying for a long ways out, mm-hmm. like couple years plus. Where it's like by that time, I hope I have a lot of shares. And at that point, something will will break, mm-hmm. you know. So that's kind of how I'm playing a few things too. But yeah, I've I've had some people, oh, dude, like I lost this much. I'm like, hey, I lost that much like a week ago. I got it back a week. Like you didn't lo- you didn't technically lose it though. Like it's yeah, gonna right. come back. Yeah. Like it's it's the valuation of your portfolio. You lose if you sell down. right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So just don't sell, and then you're yeah. fine. You it's You're still it's in. like play money, dude. It's monopoly. And he- here's the other thing I want to tell people about. Like, say the market has a terrible day. Like, it goes down 5%, whatever. Like, if you pull out because you're scared, mm-hmm. you're going to miss out on those random days where the, where the stock market goes up 5%. Right. Like, when if you notice, when it was declining a lot in February, March, like, there were some random days in there where it went, it went back up mm-hmm. for a little bit. So, like, if you pull out and, like, keep on, like, jumping it back, back in and back out – Odds are you're gonna lose out on one of those good days, and like mm-hmm. those good days add up. So like you want to stay in, and like read the news. Like you'll hear these big time investors. Like majority of what they're doing is reading the news and seeing what company is gonna affect another company or who's partnered right. with who, and, and you know. So they go down the whole line of operations with these companies, and then they they play based on that. So it's um, yeah, it's just information, and, and you can only absorb so much, but. 
yeah, it's just, you know, find, find what works for you. And, and the way we're doing the stock market is so risky. Like it's, it's smart to have your money work and smart to invest in things for sure. But there are so many more high returning, less risk ways to play the game. Yeah. So like my, my dad, uh, he's been in it for a while, but he took me to a course one time learning about, uh, this system started by these two guys and it's a lot of covered calls. You're doing puts and shorts and, and, and longs. And, and so you can, you know, some of these guys who are day traders are making deals in under minutes and seconds. Mm -hmm. Like they're buying for under a minute. It goes up, bang, they're out already. So they play it so much differently and they're putting in, calls and puts and things like that. So if something does go down, they have a, a certain mark where if it gets to this point on the come down to sell at, mm -hmm. um, or same thing to buy. So there, there are so many different angles to play it. We're just like right now, this is convenient. Uh, some of it's working. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Maybe it all works. Maybe it all doesn't. Half and half. I don't know. But I'd rather my money be moving like this than sitting in my savings account getting, what, like 0.1% interest? Right. Like, I've made more on Fastly in the last three weeks than my savings account had in a year. Yeah. So take that as you will. Yeah. Not like that's a, a ton, but and like relatively. If you like learning about companies, then it's another reason to do the For stock sure. market. Like yeah. I, I enjoy just learn like keeping in tune with like trends and like what's going on because like you never know what like staying in tune with that can help you with your own life and your own business and the mm -hmm. way you do things. Like it's always good to be ahead of trends because there's just so much information out there right now. Yeah, and just stay plugged in. For sure. And you're saying you got some new ones on your on your sites mm -hmm. right now. What what you got going on? Yeah. So I want to talk about a couple ones that I bought this week. Uh, the first one is called Tencent, so T-E-N-C-E-N-T. -E -E okay. Uh, stock ticker T-E-H-C-Y, so Tencent. Very interesting company. It's a tech company. It's one of the largest, in fact, it's one of the largest tech companies in China. So this company- My portfolio's they, tech. It's down. <laughs> Let's buy more tech. That's right. I like That's it. right. Uh, so they, uh, very interesting company. So they're trading at 67 right now. Um, they own uh, WeChat, which is China's top uh, messaging app. Uh, they own the largest game publishing business in China. Uh, they own China's second largest cloud platform. Um, and they own the country's largest video streaming platform and top, top digital payment platform. Dang. So like, as you can see, like they, there's, a, there's a lot of good reasons to invest in the stock. First of all, they're diversified. Yeah. Like they, they, and they're, they're at the top of the list in each of these diversification things. So like... They're technically an investment holding company, but they operate in like value-added services. Like their value-added services segment includes online and mobile games, uh, community value-added services like WeChat, um, and applications across like internet and mobile platforms. And then they're also in like financial tech. So like cloud services, uh, wealth management and other services like online like on e-finance is what they call it so like hmm. like running finance for your company through a cloud or online like got it they're just investing a lot of like forward-looking things that are going to be the future for the next like decade and like beyond and i think some reasons why like i bought it is not only from what i just described but their online gaming business has such a dominant position because really? they have, yeah because they have like 
their strong distribution and they have they've put a lot of investments into research and development. So another like short term reason why you might want to buy this is PlayStation, the PlayStation Five. It's being released Ooh. in December 2020 this year, Ooh. so they say for Christmas. I think that's going to have a little uh, give them a little boost. Um, and just their their investments in like content cloud and like e finance will will give them sales for the distant future. And I, I just think they're it's a good buy right now. And the fact that it's trading it's trading at seventy dollars right now, I think it is a good buy. the The only downside is like they do compete with Alibaba and Baidu, mm-hmm. which are also huge companies. Okay. I'm in, not familiar with Baidu. I know Alibaba. So Baidu, they uh, it's like a stream. It's streaming. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and e. It, very similar stuff that Tencent does. Got it. Like they're just competing, and okay. then um, they're they're obviously a Chinese-based company. Like a, like a large mm. part of their operations are in China. Yeah. Um. So therefore, if I mean our trade talks with China, if they end up going to shit, like I think it could limit the growth in the stock. I'm not saying the stock is going to tank if trade talks go go bad, but mm. I do think it'll it'll limit the upside that I see for it right now, assuming yeah. that trade could talks have, go well. Yeah, some impact for sure. So. But they did. They are expanding into the United States, though. They did just open up um, some type, some brick and mortar location in California. Okay. So, yeah, mostly Chinese-based companies. So, okay, that's interesting that they've already had a brick and mortar in the states. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we don't know where we're going to be with China. Exactly. At at all. So, oh man, hard call. Because like software, you would think stuff like that, tech. It won't be heavily impacted, but we are a big part of their market too. Yeah. And I don't know where we're at with the talks of banning TikTok because mm-hmm. that was was a subject too. And I don't know where we're at with that. And they talked about banning that because it was China-based and they were worried for security reasons, mm-hmm. which there's a lot of people on TikTok. You can access a lot of people's information. Yeah. Didn't we talk about the army banning it on our podcast one time? Like the army or the military banned. Was it TikTok? Yes. I remember I, we talked about I an app getting banned. Okay. I can't remember which app it was. Yeah, I think it was TikTok. Okay. How like the military was banning it from the very beginning. What was the their reasoning? Same thing? Just privacy, security? Yeah, privacy, yeah. security okay. issues. Okay. Yeah. Which actually made sense. It actually makes sense. And it's like, what do they don't know that, what do they, what do they know that we don't? Right. You know, like what, like that's a heavy step to ban an actual app mm-hmm. from American users yeah so what do yeah. they know and was it maybe because, i don't was it know. because that tiktok because i think uh yeah tencent is somehow associated with tiktok i can't remember how hmm. but like okay. they are associated with it okay um but yeah it's, it's probably because the data centers and like yeah all the data is housed in china probably i i wonder maybe not all of it but like a lot of it what public companies there are that deal in cybersecurity. I'd be interested to see where those mm. stocks are at and where they might go. Because if, if they're down, that'd be a good investment too is cybersecurity. Because mm. we're only going more cyberspace as we yeah. progress. Oh, yeah. Cybersecurity is an excellent thing to get into. Yeah. Regardless. So, oh, yeah. I should look that up. Interesting stock though. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like it for sure. Uh, and I hope I hope you can play it long enough. You know, maybe it spikes after the PS... Is it 5? Yeah, PS5. Yeah. Maybe it spikes after that. Maybe a few months it levels off, and maybe then you sell. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I hope uh, I hope that works out for yeah. short term play for you. I will say, last five years it's up two hundred fifty percent, 
Last mm. year, it's up 47%. Last three months, it's up 32%. Wow. So, like, it, it's, got, it's got a pretty clean chart. Like, yeah. I like to invest in companies that have consistent charts. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so could be a play. Tencent, T-E-H-C-Y. And you said you already got some? Yeah, I already have some, but nice. I put it, I, I bought in at around 54, 55. It's okay. up to 70 now, but I think okay. it's, I mean, it's going to be going nice. more. So. Nice. What else you got? And then Moderna. So uh, it's spelled M-O-D-E-R-N-A. Sounds like a beer. Yeah, it does. Like Modelo. Yeah. Um, yeah. But ticker symbol M-R-N-A. So this is another company that's racing for the COVID vaccine. Got I know there's a lot of okay. companies that are in it. Uh, in that race, um, it's trading at $74 right now. It's, it is up 120% over the last three months. So hmm. I have bought it. I bought it when it was at like 48, 49. You're getting it, these good it's buys, at 74, man. But like, I wish I would have bought it earlier. And yeah. like, I, I, I'm afraid, I don't, I feel like if I don't buy now, it's going to be too late. So hmm. I, I am putting like another position into it. So this company, it's, they do like transformative medicines based on, messenger rna so like obviously you have dna okay. rna is like the one strand so like they produce cancer vaccines immuno oncology treatments regenerative therapeutics but the reason why i'm buying it is they're experimenting with covid19 vaccine that could produce annual sales of more than five billion dollars if everything goes right Dang. and it's actually <laughs> yeah it's actually uh that's why it's so risky. Like this isn't something that I would like, this isn't my typical MO with investing. I normally mm-hmm. don't invest in companies like this, but I, I am a firm believer that you do need a couple stocks in your portfolio that are on the riskier side so that if it hits big, For it, sure. it, it goes up. Risk so, reward, man. Yeah. yeah. And it was also, this it doesn't have to do much with the performance, but it was just added to the NASDAQ 100 index. Okay. Just, just this week, which I think what you Credible. Yeah. You saw a huge spike this week. That's part of the reason why, but um, yeah, they could potentially receive... Uh, emergency use authorization for their ba- vaccine by as early as 2021. Hmm. So, like, we're within a year of this possibly happening with them. Yeah. So, yeah. I want to get in now. Interesting. Moderna. I like that. Moderna. Yeah. It would probably be like the uh, non alcoholic version of Modelo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the seltzer version. <laughs> there we go. Moderna seltzer. Moderna seltzer. <laughs> oh, the, the cancer research? No, no. The seltzer. The seltzer. <laughs> Uh, yeah, dude, man, you you got some good, uh, you got in it good times. Both mm-hmm. of these seems like, uh, which is, yeah, that Molly fool doing well for you. Yeah. You should serving you some justice. That's how I found out about fastly. I read a Molly fool article, man. Yeah. Fastly. Let's talk about fastly going down. It mm-hmm. jumped, it went down $15, mm-hmm. uh, over the na- last few days. But, uh, so what is still trading at 83 last I checked. Yeah. And I'm not even surprised. Cause like it's got to slow down. It was a uh, like two weeks ago. Yeah, not not even two weeks ago. It was at seventy seven or seventy eight, and it shot up again to like a hundred mm-hmm. in a matter of a week. Yeah. So like people people are like, oh, how did I'm just surprised at how fast it went down. I was like, but do you realize how fast it like went up in the yeah. past week? So it'll go up again. Yeah. Just it'll it'll slow down. It needed to slow down. Yeah. Like if you look at the chart for Fastly you will understand why it needs to go down. Like it, it, it just, with with the shape of the curve, it, it just wasn't sustainable. And mm-hmm. I think the reason why you saw a huge decline was nothing specific about the company or earnings or anything. It was just a lot of the analysts, like I'd say like 95, almost all of the analysts had it as at a buy rating, but I think like three or four of them downgraded it. Mm. So just because four people did that, that's why yeah. you just saw a huge sell-off. Got it. So... 
I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Like, I, I feel bad for the people who did buy it when it was like at like nine in the nineties, like like my yeah, one that's of my a friends. Because I got to, I got people texting me like, dude, what's going on with this thing? I was like, yeah. well, I mean, if you're really in it for the long term, like this really shouldn't bother you. Don't sell now because if you yeah. sell, it's gonna have a big day tomorrow. You already know. Yeah. So. Yeah. It says yeah, people are quick on the sell trigger, man. Like, no, don't cut your losses. Yeah. No. But Fastly has been one of the best performing stocks out of the entire it has, dude. This um, year, so let's just not one hundred percent. Yeah, and and look, it it got the funding that it needed, mm-hmm. so price went up. I, I don't know how many people are aware of this, but I'm sure enough to where the amount of shares being bought is also driving the price up. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's still going to keep going up. Yeah, be like reports are going to drive stuff down. Yeah, but we talked that might have been strategic to like, hey, this thing's like a runaway train. Mm-hmm. We need to cool the jets a little bit. Yeah, which whatever. Now it's a little cheaper. Buy some more. Your friends who bought it in the '90s, buy some more. Yeah, buy some more now. Save ten bucks per share. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Yeah, everyone relax. Have a cocktail. Yeah. Whatever your thing is, relax. Yeah. Relax. And for people who haven't even been listening to the past couple of weeks, but I was talking about this content delivery network. That's mm-hmm. what they do. So like. You like how when you go into an app and things actually load quickly for you? Yeah, it turns out it's more than just your 3G connection and Wi-Fi connection. There's actually things you can do to make your data load quicker, which is what Fastly does for mm. a lot of big companies. Like Shopify, yeah. they power Shopify. Oh, really? Like they're, I mean, they're they're a newer company, but like they take care of some really big clients. Yeah. Because we're taking sh- care of Shopify, like. Yeah, it's a big, <laughs> big name. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing okay. I, uh. So I was talking to Nate, my roommate, our buddy, mm-hmm. our buddy Nate. He's recently got into investing as well. And I was like, you know what? There, there's some things in my portfolio that I'm slowly accruing more of for like a year plus from now. And so Virgin Galactic, that might be like a two-year play. I don't, I don't know their timeline on space. Mm-hmm. travel but like so virgin mobile those people who don't know um they're now in in space exploration if mm-hmm. you'll call it and i don't know to what level like <clears throat> elon musk they're gonna do like on a scale of nasa to musk i don't know how much exploration or if they're gonna be the first to take like rich people up casually in the space for like a day or two mm-hmm. you know so i don't know but either way I have faith in Richard Branson as a businessman. Yeah. Built Virgin Mobile. Uh, so I, I think that's one where I just want to get a little more each week. <clears throat> and if I can have a good, <clears throat> damn it, <laughs> good handful of shares of that, I think over the next, you know, maybe it's five years before he gets it. I don't think it'll take that long because Elon Musk is moving quick. Mm-hmm. But. In the next few years, that could be a stock that goes bonkers. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it stays the same, and I'm out. You know, however much money, but like we're not going anywhere but up. Yeah, <laughs> literally. So, like in terms of tech, like you know, we're going cyber, cyberspace. Everything's on on cloud right now, and you know, sp- space travel is a thing. We have space force. You know, so. Let's talk about space. Little man, little man. <laughs> you know, so, uh, yeah, I think that's that's one of my dark horses right now. Uh, workhorse, they actually mm-hmm. were my only uh, position that was not down this week. Wow. 
Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. What's like, it trading at right now? It was yeah. like 16 and change okay. this morning. Yeah. So it's not like a heavy hitter, but I think Virgin Galactic, I think that, and that ticker is SPCE. I think in a couple of years, that could mm-hmm. do something for me. Yeah. Even if it jumps to only like $90 a share, it's trading under $20 a share right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I've, you, got, you're I've, got the one. A, I've got a couple hundred in it. Uh, yeah. I could put more in. I could put a lot more in. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely on my radar and I plan on putting more. And I think I'm going to make a Vanguard for next week and buy a contract or two of Dan Bilzerian's <laughs> Ignite shares. So if, if you don't know who Dan Bilzerian. Um, it's down to 65 cents right now. Yeah. He's got like X-rated content, but it's pretty awesome. Yeah. But yeah, 62 cents a share last I checked. And he does the CBD, the THC, right? But it, it's it's shit on the stock market, like damn near penny stock, right? Yeah. But I might as well buy a few hundred shares of it for cents on the dollar, and who knows? Right. Who knows? The CBD industry, THC, you know, if something federally gets passed where, you know, it's legal everywhere, even if it jumps to like 10 bucks a share, if I got a few hundred shares and I bought it 60 cents or less a share, I'm going to make out okay. Yeah. Here's the other thing about Ignite. Like, obviously, Dan Bilzerian is the face yeah. of Ignite. I mean, not a good business model. But, like, let's let's talk about attention here for a second. Mm-hmm. How many followers does Bilzerian have on uh, Instagram? No, oh, I couldn't tell you. 30, 31.9 million. So, like, that's a, that's, I think that's a huge tool for them. Yeah. The fact that he's got 32 million people, 32 million eyeballs... 64 million technically yeah um that like if, if, if you can start like <laughs> you can, <laughs> can you plug this in for me please that start, was really awesome if you can start selling it like he's gonna have the attention like it, like they're in the forefront i don't know market marketing wise. 64 <laughs> i, I, I want to fact check myself that was that was just beautiful yeah sorry i, I need that plugged in over there because i don't i blocked the second plug uh, stupidly, when I plugged in our uh, interface here, and is it good? It's good now. Oh, beautiful! All Thanks, right. man. Um, yeah, continue, and then I have. Yeah, no, on. no. I just, I, I think that he's got, he's got the attention marketing wise. Like he, he is the marketing arm of the company. I, I think that helps, but I'm curious as to why it's still performing like shit with that kind of attention, and I don't know who he's got working for him on that end. Maybe they got some plans to help that because there's been no transparency really right with like a stock a stock price is like the public's perception of what that stock is going to do in the future right. so like if you have no evidence like i feel like he hasn't done like the best job of like promoting it as well as he could have and like no, being transparent his, about their financials like how much they're selling like that's why it's so his low. business model right now is promoting the instagram Super hot models wearing his bathing suits, smoking his CBD and weed pens. With the logo on their yeah, th- that bikinis, that yeah. is his marketing campaign right now, and it just it's it's a piss poor business model. Like you can't bank. There's a handful of companies doing this where they are now relying on social media influencers with a lot of followers. They're relying on that too heavily as sustainable business. That's not sustainable. It's, it is, it is like it is a good marketing tool, but it, it you should diversify. Yeah, what it's you're good doing. marketing, but you really need to have good foundation too. Like yeah. with your business, like 
if if the internet well i shouldn't say that if social media just went to all hell is your business going to sink or swim because of that mm-hmm. i think you just you need that backup like kind of like the the covid thing you never expect that to happen how prepared are you for the worst case scenario right and it's like we don't know until we have to deal with that mm-hmm. but yeah you would think that his his stock would be trading a little better than cents on the dollar yeah what an entanglement. Yeah. <laughs> that guy has some entanglements. Yeah, that's a good point about influencer marketing. He has like minimum 14 entanglements per week. <laughs> yeah, oh, more than that. That's probably per day. Well, someone asked on his, uh, he did uh, ask questions on his Instagram, and someone mm-hmm. asked him how much sex he has per week. And he goes, and he's got a girl next to him, of course. And he goes, well, probably at least two or three times a day. So minimum 14 times a week I'm having sex. Jeez, dude, that's a lot. Aren't you, aren't you sore, cuz? Like, damn. But I guess if you're used to it, it's kind of like anything. You just build calluses. Yeah, I mean, he's he's like a he's a fit guy too. Like he he is. Like yeah, he's in guy. shape. Takes care of himself. Um, for the most part. For the, yeah, for the most part. Uh, I mean, he puts a lot of shit in his body, but he also probably puts a lot of good stuff. He and does. He, and he I mean, well. he's done like a lot of stem cell stuff. He does. I know he's got t- testosterone replacement because mm-hmm. he fucked himself up doing just. Dumb shit when he was young. One of my favorite Joe Rogan episodes, though. Yeah, when he I was, was on Joe say, Rogan. Fascinating. Yeah, I was on the edge of my seat listening to that yeah, one. Yeah, and you kind of like, you know, whether you agree or disagree with his lifestyle and, and choices, whatever, um, you get an insight to his perspective mm-hmm. and why he just lives life the way he does. And it's almost like, okay, I respect that like point of view. Like, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it's, kind of more logical than you expect it to be yeah so yeah i don't know but i'll buy some see what happens maybe it gets to a buck (laughs) maybe i make 40 cents a share hey you never know man (laughs) never know it's one of those things where like if if you like that's the point of diversification like you're gonna have some stuff that is not gonna do well some stuff that is gonna do well so like if you Mm -hmm. have the extra money just throw some at it Mm -hmm. i mean might as well. It's the worst that can happen. Worst case, what? You're out a few hundred bucks? Yeah. Worst case. And it's case, not like you're actually going to be out all of it. Like, maybe you'll lose, like, half of it. Yeah. And maybe in, like, ten years it goes up to, like, four bucks, and then you can sell out. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Let's get some real-life experience. Dude. Yes, sir. Let's get some true story. Yeah. Some Based this, on true events. This is a follow-up. How I talked about getting... <clears throat> I bought my mom a tennis racket, and I bought my dad a putter. Mm-hmm. So it incentivizes us to spend more time together and, for sure. and do more sports. Yeah, uh, I played golf with my dad uh, this week for the first time in like at least like six years, wow. six or seven years. Wow. Uh, so yeah, I went up to Fort Wayne and did that. It was a good time. He actually got a birdie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He has he hasn't played himself in like on the putt. Yeah. yeah, he hasn't played himself. He hasn't played in four years and he got a birdie. But like. The, 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 there's a lot of things that you can do with people where it's like private one-on-one time. Like golf is like one of those perfect things where like you're riding in the same car as someone, you're forced yeah. to talk with them for like at least a couple hours. So like if you're trying to really get and close to someone. your environment is quiet. Yeah. It's very quiet. And peaceful. You're outdoors. So it's like, it's a perfect place to like catch up with someone. Like when someone says a lot of business deals are done on the golf course, they aren't kidding. Like that's, yeah. a, that's a great place to, 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 to get stuff done. And like, um, yeah, so it was just good visiting with him. And then <clears throat> on the other front, um, this past weekend I was able to make good, um, uh, headway into my, uh, rental property investing book by nice. the bigger pockets. Um, so learning a lot of cool things about real estate, the different types of real estate, 
everything that I need to know. Because he, here's how I look at real estate. It's just another investment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's more than just going on to uh, the listings and like looking at a house that looks good. I've realized that there's so much more to analyzing a deal than there is than just looking at a house. Like, mm-hmm. the, I mean, just learning the ROI aspect of real estate and how like you can measure what a good investment is going to be and being able to compare it to what you would do in other investment instruments. Like obviously I want to make the same, if not more than what I would make in the stock market Mm -hmm. over a year on a rental property. Mm -hmm. So really cool stuff I'm learning there. And then I've also like just some exercises I've been doing is I've started creating an Excel sheet with all the houses that I've looked at and like running the numbers on them and like really practicing how to analyze what the ROI would be. So that's actually been super fun for me. Nice. Um, and I've also just been looking up um, just just uh, realtors in Indianapolis, like, yeah. the, like the top the top 25 and just learning as much as I can about them. Because like by the time I do want to get into this, I want to be able, and I'm not only doing that with the realtors, but also with the contractors mm. and the property managers. Like, re- I, I really want to study Indianapolis to see like who's really truly good at what they do, mm. and learning about their personal life and learning about what makes them, so that when I do contact them, it'll be very thoughtful. Yeah. So that's just sure. kind of where I'm at with that, and I'm happy with where I'm at. Good. So. That's good. Yeah. Doing doing the homework and just learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's another game. Yeah. But because I got to save up money, right? Yeah, now. right. Like I'm not in a position to put anything down on a house yet. Right. But when I reach that point, I want to be fully prepared mentally to do it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Ah, dude, I'm still a little chapped this whole COVID thing because mm-hmm. I uh, got laid off and couldn't get a bank loan to buy that townhouse. That's so annoying. Or a uh, duplex. That's so shitty. I was, dude. I was so ready this year. I was. It was going to be my first property. Mm-hmm. Live in one side, run out the other. Damn. Because yeah. I had like, I got my, my sum to put down on a property. I was like, hey, I can put this much down. Be easier to get a loan. But employment history went to shit. So it was like, all of a sudden, had nothing. Yeah. And, uh, you, p- and you pivoted. Dude, yeah, but damn it, man. That you really still could. Grinds my gears. Like you never know. Like, well, I, I would uh, need a cosign yeah, but like, on the loan, which I don't. Like eventually down the road. Yeah. Like, You'll you'll get to a point where well, you yeah, have I enough mean, income where maybe you want to do that too. Yeah, like different because you'll ha- you'll have the wholesale, you'll have other income sources, but yeah, for sure, going to diversify. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, I don't touch that money for anything. Like that's for real estate only. Mm-hmm. So like, it's not like that's going anywhere. But oh man, I was ready. Yeah, I was just, I was ready. You know, I'd, yeah, I know you were. Uh, but it happens. That's hey, that's real life, man. Mm-hmm. It's real life. The world didn't care what my plan was. Mm-mm. Fuck you. <laughs> uh yeah but i'm glad you're learning real estate man I, I you know the deeper i get into it too the more it's just like that is one of if not the most fruitful areas to to be in in order like to make money mm-hmm. to make serious money mm-hmm. real estate's like top two mm-hmm. probably top three for sure yeah i just enjoy like the aspect of like just seeing it firsthand Mm-hmm. and like seeing the house and like so obviously when you invest in a company like you know about the company like you see the company you see the brand you see the market you see everything about it but like a physical like property like right. a physical something that right. is fun to look at i just love looking at houses They're yeah fun. i love watching the shows it's good yeah and it's you know I, I liked assessing stuff when i worked for apex when i would canvas houses and try to sell at the door mm-hmm. um well, I was setting appointments, but 
you know, you, you look at the whole house. How does the landscape look? You get very judgmental. Landscape to siding to roofing to gutters. Like, how does it all look? You know, you got fog in your windows. You got comp- or, uh, condensation. Do you have rot? Single latch, double latch. So it's like you start to understand, God, everything goes in, like so much goes into a good looking home, one that can sell. You know, when you look in this, like flip one, can you add square footage? You know, what's what's your estimated uh, improvement cost going to be? Mm-hmm. And what if that's double at the end of the day? Yeah. So there's just, yeah, there's a lot of moving parts. Right. A lot of moving parts. Yeah. Cause you, you never know, like it's just all about planning and just have having the right people in your circle to contact when things come up. Like mm-hmm. you can't foresee a, a big storm coming three years from now. That's going to knock out your roof and require a huge repair right. on it. But right. like you can do the things now to budget each month in case that happens. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a huge game and it's, it's, it's just a matter of running the numbers and just budgeting for everything. For sure. That's the thing. hundred so. percent. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think hoping to get started with my new real estate gig in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I was talking to our man, Drew, who's uh, bringing me in into the company. And he's like, you know, it's just, there's a lot going on, like the whole COVID stuff. I'm not in person with people trying to tear down my own deals. It's the most profitable time of year. And I'm like, just, I'm ready to go, dude. Mm-hmm. Like I am getting anxious. Like mm-hmm. I'm ready to, ready to work. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I'm learning on my own still as well. But, you know, they just got a, a, a system that I think can launch me into it faster and more accurately. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not going to stop learning my own, and, and that'll help me when that is time. So I just hope it's soon. Just ready to work. Yeah. Just ready to work. But I um, so have uh, first rehab patient at the gym this week. Um, so I've been working on my assessment forms for that. First nutrition person this week as well had him track so we're gonna uh do our in-person consult and uh got a new tattoo sorry mom all right next subject <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we have for early yeah yeah so yeah no it's 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 nice so these first few clients and patients you know it's going to be very critical the first in in each very critical i have to really knock it out of the park because the you know everyone knows everyone at the gym Mm-hmm. And I mean, no matter who it is, I need to knock it out of the park and always give it what I got. But you know, your first ones, it's it sets the tone, right? So I need to make sure that my my word choice is good, my inflection is good. When we have these consultations, it doesn't seem too daunting because it's a lot. And I tried to, you know, show that over the phone when we had our first phone conversation too. I was like, "Look, man, I'm not taking you zero to a hundred. I'm not completely changing everything on a dime. Mm-hmm. It's not sustainable for anybody." Um, I'll probably add something to your, your diet rather than take away to start add. And then things slowly start to replace. So it's, it's these people who strip everything enjoyable out of a person's nutritional just day. And it's like, Oh, kale and and this, it's like, no dude, I don't eat kale. I hate kale. It's Mm -hmm. too prickly for me. But I, that's, I try to tell them like, Hey, this is how I work. Whatever your goal is, that's how we work based around that. But I'm not going to take a bunch of things away. Mm-hmm. There will be, it'll be hard. There will be sacrifice and, and challenges, but we'll do it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need you to track. I'll track for a few days as well. This is before my phone just didn't work at all. But I'll track a, a new days on my new phone. But 
I'm like, hey, man, I'll show you mine. Like, I'm not going to ask you to do something and, and me have never done it. Right. Like, I've tracked. It sucks. I don't like it one bit, mm-hmm. but it's informative. Um, so, yeah, excited to, to get that rolling. Um, like I said, got that, the, the Simply Nano and the, the real estate. Real estate is still kind of, oh, God, I can't hold my excitement. I just want to do it. I just want to work. What about but, Simply Nano? Uh, Have you been able to, like, has it just been like natural conversations? Have you done any like strategic? I, I try to reach keep outs? it natural. Yeah, okay. I haven't <clears throat> promoted as much online yet. Honestly, I haven't done much on my social medias the last four or five days because of my phone. Mm-hmm. So now, like, I have better photo and video quality and a phone that actually works because I couldn't even post anything to a story. <laughs> it would just freeze. It would freeze in the middle of me like working on the post and just. I'd have to close out. Yeah. So honestly, that that's why I haven't pushed as much stuff. But yeah, dude, I'm gonna push that more so. The benefits of of it, and you know, I got I talked to some other people this past weekend that are doing it, and I was like, hey, what's what's your approach? What's just your approach like? Because I don't want it to be backdooring anybody. I don't want it to be a surprise. So uh, getting some insight on that. Um, it's really too bad that. We, we're going through this pandemic right now because I feel like there's also a lot of like trade shows or like networking events like related to something that's somewhat related to CBD not like mm-hmm. CBD exactly but like something health related that like you could just go to yeah and just like chill like learn talk to people you could go you could go for a variety of reasons it just right. sucks that we don't have a lot of that stuff going on right, right. now yeah that would be a good opportunity too. different time yeah but it's best and worst time to start your own business right now Right. But yeah, then I got a uh, got a new tattoo. So, mom, if you're listening, we're breaking the ice now. <clears throat> Isn't she on Instagram? She is on Instagram. Wouldn't she see it on there too? Didn't she post something about it? If I did post about it, I'm very very smart guy. Uh, <laughs> no, so it's it's a Bible verse though. It's religious. Yeah. Religious. So even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you're with me. You're rod and your staff. They comfort me. So it's from Psalm. And I don't know, I, I like the Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through he who strengthens me. But everyone's got that, right? Everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. I wanted one with a little more oomph, a little more zest, mm-hmm. pizzazz. Yeah, it's good. Walk it's good. through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. Come get some, boy. So yeah, it's on the back of my left shoulder. <laughs> it looks good. Um, this is how I, if she listens, she'll change it because this is how I'm predicting. But what is this? Oh, it's just another set. You got another one? Yeah, mom, it's religious. It's I'm saving myself from going to hell so I can join you in the afterlife. Well, it'll be all hunky-dory. Don't worry about it. She might be upset for like 10 minutes. We'll call it a day. We'll hug yeah. it out. We'll be fine. Yeah, you're you're a decent kid in other areas. Yeah, I'm okay. It'll, it'll, it'll just make up for it. Made so. out okay, right? Right? Yeah. It's so. not on my face yet. <laughs> Never get a face tap. But, uh, you know, it's, it's like meaningful. It's not something dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe she won't listen this far in. Maybe we won't put it in the show notes because sometimes she just looks at the show notes and we'll see stuff, interesting topics. Mm-hmm. We'll just leave that one out. She listens. That's nah, fine. Yeah. It'll be okay. We'll yeah. be all right. I'm a mama's boy. She's not going to kick me out. <laughs> um, all right, dude. Let's get down and nerdy with it. Get some book talk going on. Yeet. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to... So since we are going out to restaurants and things more, uh, people are getting out and about. Not in uh, Florida and California, though. Not in Florida and California. God, that sucks, dude. Yeah, but keep going. 
Yeah. Oh, jeez. Find a new place to vacation. I was talking to someone, and they're like, if you're from California listening, this might grind your gears, or you maybe have a good sense of humor. He goes, can California just have an earthquake and break off the continental <laughs> United States already just float away? I've had enough. I've had enough. And I'm like, ouch. But I get, get where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I've never been to California. I would like to visit. Same. I've heard San Diego is... A hot spot. Yeah, it's a good good joint to be. And I heard Northern California by the vineyards. The vineyards. The vineyards. Driving up the 101 to the vineyard. <laughs> um, so how to win friends and influence people? Because and I know you and I try really hard at this. I got some other friends I know that really work at this. Remembering people's names. And Dale Carnegie puts it like remembering someone's name is a compliment. And if you're like, well, I mean, whatever, it's my name. Yeah, but say you meet someone on a first first impression. It's like, oh, hey, this is my friend so-and-so. And it's like your friend's friend. And and you instantly forget. They say it. It's like, hey, nice to meet you. Ten seconds later, you're like, oh, I have no idea what their name is. So then it's like you don't want to ask them, right? Maybe you just ask your friend you get away with it. But that's kind of like, oh, so my my name or presence or whatever is not important enough to remember. Like it was just the, the cordial running through the motions, right? Yeah. Of the introduction. Okay. Now I don't need to remember your name, but if you want to address that person later, you need to know their name Yeah, and, and you're unable to do so. And so Dale Carnegie is like, every person is significant. So you need to make them feel as such and right. remembering their name does that. It's like, Oh, Hey, he was listening to me. You know, why would you listen to more conversation after that if you can't listen to me just tell you what my name is? Mm-hmm. Um, and and he said a name has magic to it, and it makes people feel unique. And I forget if it was – I don't think it was this book, a different book, where nothing sounds better to someone than the sound of their own name. Like when I say, hey, Tim, how you doing today? Rather than saying, hey, man, how you doing today? It's like, hey, Tim, how are you today? Mm-hmm. There's something extra with that. Hey Tim, You're like, hey Slakes. It's like, ooh, that kind of sounds fun. You well, know, it communicates that 100 percent of their focus is on you. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it's it's direct. It is personalized, mm-hmm. but it's it sounds more fun. It's like, hey Tim. It's like, oh hey, that's me. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's good? It's like, uh, hey hey is. Slakes, real quick. Yeah, what you need? It's <laughs> like, you know, hey dude. It's like. Yeah, you know, that's that's kosher and like there's nothing wrong with that, but you know, especially for like your waiters or waitresses, you know, your your service industry people, like they're just doing a different job. Mm-hmm. Like they're working, you're working, maybe you are your own boss, but they got a boss, you got a boss. Like it's it's just a different type of work. Yeah. So if you were in an office setting and you were introduced to someone else in the same building a few floors up or down, you like you would remember their name. It's like, oh, that I need to remember their name. This is important. Mm-hmm. Same thing if they're just like pouring your water for you. Yeah, no difference. So it's you know, like I said, we're we're getting back into minus a couple states, being able to go to those types of places to where, you know, they come up. Hey, my name's so and so. I'll be taking care of you. What can I get started for you today? You know, don't just jump into. Hey, yeah, I'm gonna do this and this. Like. Hey, so-and-so, like, nice to meet you. Like, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Like, they appreciate being asked back how they're doing. They need to ask you how you're doing for good service. But you should ask them, too, because it's, it's polite. Mm-hmm. It's what you do. So, yeah, Dale Carnegie, 
how to win friends and influence people. Remember people's names. Yeah. Remember more, the name. One more thing I want to add on that too. Mm-hmm. So to put a bow on it. Put a uh, bow on it. It has it happened to me yesterday, and it's going to happen to you too, and it's going to happen to everybody. Mm-hmm. You will forget their name yep. in in the middle of the conversation. Like yep. they will they will tell it to you. You may have been talking for a few minutes, and towards the end, like don't be like don't be nervous about just asking them again and be like, hey, by the way, I forgot about your name. Like I was because here's what I say. I was like. I was so focused on what we were talking about, and yeah. like I just kind of got mixed up and everything, and I forgot your name. I yeah. really want to and just say, say to them, I really want to know your name for next time so that I, I yeah. can remember it. Can you just say your name again? Yeah, it's really not the it's not a big deal at all. Like it's almost a good thing if you say that. It's better than mm-hmm. not saying anything at all because you're embarrassed that you forgot it. Yeah. Don't be embarrassed you forgot it and not ask. Like yeah. They will truly appreciate and even like you more for like clarifying their name because and like they'll laugh it off. Yeah, and it shows that because it happened last night. I I met Mm -hmm. one of my neighbors and I was like, "Hey, by the way, what was your name again? I really want to, I want to know it, and I I forgot about it." And most people are are cool about like they get it. Yeah, yeah. Like it's happened to them. It has happened to them. Yeah, it happens to everybody. So yeah. um, But a good good trick on a like if you first shake hands with somebody, say their name again. Like, hey, my name's so and so. Hey, so and so, nice to meet you. I'm Colin. And then try to address them a couple more times. If you can say their name three times out loud, that will help you remember. Yeah. So you can say, Oh, hey, nice to meet you, so and so. Blah blah. You're going through conversation. Say their name again. Try to get it in a couple times, and then you'll know. Um, but it, <laughs> if you forget and you're at the end of the conversation, and it's someone who like might have a business card, and you really enjoyed your conversation. And you're just so embarrassed you don't want to ask what their name is, ask for their business card. Yeah. Or and, ask and, them to put their name and the, in your phone. Yeah, that too. And then look one more time. And then when you depart, it's like, hey, so-and-so, it was such a pleasure meeting you. If, if you're that embarrassed, like, oh, shit, but conversation's almost over. We just had this great long talk, and now I forgot their name, and I'm blanking. Pull one of those moves. Mm-hmm. Get a business card. Get their name and number in your phone. Yeah, and then... Do that before you shake hands to depart so you can say their name when you do depart. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I like that. Gotta just gotta think on the fly. Gotta be very, very sneaky, sir. Very, very. What you got for book talk? Yeah, so I'm gonna talk about Tribe of Mentors by Tim Ferriss. Mm. So this book, Tim Ferriss, each chapter is dedicated to a specific world leader. He asked him questions like What's one thing you wish you would have known when you were twenty five? what's the the best investment you've made under a hundred dollars in the last Cool, just cool questions like that. Sure. And the people who are answering them are awesome. And the person I want to highlight today is Jocko Willink. Ooh, I know. love Jocko. Yes. Love Jocko. Um, one thing he says is uh, prioritize and execute. So I've been struggling with this a lot lately. Um, part of what I do is I provide like daily updates of what I did mm-hmm. um, to people when I worked on that day. Um, and it almost in- incentivizes you to list as many things as possible just to show that you're productive. But like doing more, like listing more things doesn't always mean that you did those things right. Sure. So going back to prioritize and execute, if you try to solve every problem or complete every task simultaneously or try to do as many as you can, you will fail at all of them. That is what Jocko Willing thinks. And maybe you may not fail at all of them, but you definitely won't be as effective or the quality of your work will not be as, as good. So like what he says is like, if you're trying to figure out how to prioritize, pick the biggest problem or the issue that will have the most positive in- impact and then focus your resources all on that and attack that. Mm-hmm. And if you have to do multiple things a day, be very accountable of yourself of 
I'm only doing this task from this time to this time and eliminate all distractions and then do the, the thing first that's going to do the, the, the have the most positive mm-hmm. impact. So mm-hmm. prioritize and execute, pick the biggest problem or issue that will provide the most positive impact and then focus your resources on that thing and attack it. Yeah. And we've Jocko. talked, we've talked uh, in the last few episodes about prioritization. Um, John Berardi in his book talks mm-hmm. about it. And he's like, you know, make a list, make your to-do list. All right now, trim the fat of the necessities. Trim it again and keep, just keep trimming. Okay, what's more important? And if you get down to two and you're like, all right, these both have to get done today. All right, then make it happen. Just make it happen. Maybe you're someone who wants to start with the easiest of those two first, get some momentum, or maybe you want to get the hardest one out of the way so your back half is easy. But, you know, if it's like, okay, these two have to get done. Now you know, but you started from a list of what, maybe 20? Mm-hmm. just throwing random numbers out there, but yeah, you can shave it down or maybe you make your, make your easy list. Like, all right, tomorrow's going to be my easy. Just, you know, I got to do these things, kind of the admin stuff, but it's super easy. It'll be quick and set those aside for another day. If you're on a hard deadline, you know, those can wait. Yeah. And if someone's like, Hey, why isn't this done? If you're bought, if you got a boss breathing down your neck and you had to prioritize and you're answering two different people, you're on two different projects you know, what's more pressing. And if, mm-hmm. if there, if it comes up, be like, look, I made a call. I had to prioritize this. I'm working on this for so-and-so. Maybe they don't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, I, I made a decision. Yeah. And more times than not, if you just make a decision rather than always asking how to do everything, you know, they'll probably respect that. Yeah. I would hope. Yeah. Perfect world. That's great. But yeah, no, I, I like this and I like, God, the discipline equals freedom. When you think about the core root of every decision making, like just aspect, that's so true. And I said that to someone once and they thought for a minute and they're like, whoa, like it really is. Because like you can have the ideas, you can, you know, be inspired for a few, a few days, but the discipline is when you don't want to do anything, mm-hmm. you get it done. Yeah. A big Jacko fan. Yes, sir. Big Jacko fan. One of the baddest dudes on the planet. I want him on my team. Go, Same. Go America. All right, Tim, you got anything else for these lovely listeners today? Uh, no, I'm good. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging. Have a good rest of your week and enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you next time.